we are raffling off two vehicles, a Range Rover, white, FYW9023. Um, raffles will be sold for $100 after church. We thank those who have donated their two vehicles this morning. Please go and move your vehicles is what I'm saying, in other words. We need a little humor, I think. It's been a long day. Marketing companies do something that's really clever. They do, they say that if they show you something, you know, in terms of a commercial or an advertisement, seven times that will grab your attention. The church does the same exact thing. We did it way before marketing companies figured it out. Today's gospels are read multiple times during the year on the feasts of Panagia. They're read on August 15th. We'll hear the same exact gospels on September 8th. We'll hear the same exact Gospels, which is the Nativity of the Virgin Mary. We'll hear the same exact Gospels on November 21st, which is the entrance of the Theotokos into the temple. We'll hear the same exact Gospels on October 28th, which is Panagia's holy protection. And today's Gospel, even though I think I might have read this Gospel, I don't know how many times, Every time you go back to the Word of God, something else pops out at you. And today, I was struck by the scene. Jesus is going to Jerusalem, and he makes a pit stop at a home he probably did many times, because we're told in the Gospels that Mary and Martha, and presumably, while the gospel doesn't say they're the sisters of Lazarus, based on the scriptures, we can probably assume that these were indeed the two sisters of St. Lazarus, who we know Jesus rose from the dead. And so this was a familiar home. This was a home that Jesus probably, because they were friends, we hear in the gospel, that he probably stopped off on just to kind of be with his friends and share fellowship. And the scene is that Jesus goes into the house, and one of the two sisters, Martha, is in an exceedingly anxious and anxiety-filled condition because she's trying to prepare whatever she needs to prepare in order to serve the Lord. And at some point, she is had enough of this. Her sister Mary is sitting down, having a great time listening to the words of Christ, and she's doing all the work. I want you to know that history repeats itself. At this very moment, all of you are seated comfortably, listening to Father Pantelaimon, enjoying a wonderful worship service. But when you leave this church, be sure to say thank you to those who have been cooking all morning so that you could be seated here comfortably. They're down below the church. When you go to the Panigiri, give them a blessing and thank them. And so she says, Lord, don't you see that my wife, my sister has left me all alone to do all this work? 
say something to her. And what does the Lord say? He doesn't say Martha. He says, Martha, Martha. Two times to emphasize you are anxious and troubled about many things. One thing is needful. And Mary has selected the one thing that is needful, and it shall never be taken from her. One thing is needful. Remember what we demonstrated with the kids. We have a heart. There is one thing needful to put into that heart. It's Christ Jesus. If you have him, you have everything. You are the richest person on earth. Maybe you don't have a big bank account. But if you have Christ residing, setting up a home in your heart, you are the richest person on the face of the earth. Guarantee you of that. And so the, you are anxious and worried about many things applies, I believe, in many ways to all of us. And here I will say three things. What is the one thing that's needed? In essence, what the Lord is saying, you, me, all of us, need to forge a relationship with Christ. You must have heard me say this a thousand times. I'm like the bad commercial that repeats itself. How can we love someone we don't know? You cannot love someone you don't know. You cannot love God by coming to church Easter and Pascha. You may think you love him. You may think you know him, but you don't know him. How do we get to know someone? We spend time with that person. Where are we going to find time and where do we spend time with God? In church. And even more, if we can't make it to church, by reading his word. When you read the word of God, you begin to develop the relationship. The one thing that's needed, what? To listen to what God is saying to us. And through that practice of spending time with God, you begin to know him and you begin to love him. You've heard me use this example. I say I love my wife. If I speak to my wife one hour a week on Sunday, do I really love her? Am I really going to have a long-lasting, deep relationship with my wife if I speak to her once a week for an hour? Imagine those who come to church once a year or twice a year. Are they really going to have a long-lasting, deep relationship with God? The answer is obvious. And if you as parents and me as parents don't develop that love and bond with God, do we really think for a moment and do we really believe that magically our children will be burning with a love for God? You forgive me for the way I'm speaking today, but I'm compelled to because I want to pay honor to Panagia who understood fully completely, perfectly, the one thing that was needful. 
you're going to say, but Father, don't I have to work? Don't I have to make a living to support my family? I mean, did Martha really do something that bad? Somebody had to serve, right? It's a fair question. True. But there are plenty of books that have been written on this. Some of you may already know. Having a Mary's heart in a Martha world. Having Mary's heart, which had Jesus Christ living in it, while being in a Martha world. And isn't it true, all of us, even as we sat here today, we all heard that wonderful ringtone sound out from a phone. We also have many things we need to attend to. Father has to hurry up with his sermon so we can get to what we need to get to. We have been wired through social media, through the internet, through all these things, TV, our work, our job. We've been wired to be anxious. Think of a blackout. How wonderful our lives would be. <laughs> or a snowstorm, you know? Seriously. I forgot my, my phone some days ago. I was like, hallelujah. <laughs> this is a gift from God that I forgot it. We can't unplug from our anxieties and our stresses. And this is why the church, like that commercial seven times a year, is going to tell you, Martha, Martha, Father Pandeleimon, Father Pandeleimon, Michael, Michael, Dino, Dino, one thing is needful. Put that one thing in your hearts, and then you'll be the merry heart in a Martha world. And you know what anxiety reveals and anxiousness? I want you to look in the mirror with me, because I'm right there with you guys. Anxiety reveals, unfortunately, our lack of trust in God. When we become anxious about anything, about the future, about our health, about our kids, about our parents, about our chanters, it reveals our lack of trust in God. It goes back to number one. You have Christ in your heart, you're at peace with the world and everyone around you. And to close this morning, short remarks, the things that are needful are where? Where are the things that are needful? We said Christ is needful, but then there are things that are needful in life. They're right under our noses. How many times do our kids need a hug and we fail to hug them? Because we're preoccupied and anxious and worrying about a million other things. Or how many times do our kids need a hug and we give them a lecture instead? And we tell them all the things they did wrong. The thing that's needful right now is a hug. How many times as parents we tune out our kids when they need to be tuned in? How many times as married couples the one thing that's needed, our spouse needs us to listen now. And we're preoccupied with other things. The things that are needful, my beloved friends, are right under our noses.
right under our noses. And I hope and pray that we don't allow the stresses and the anxieties to rob our joy in this life. If we put the story today in the context of today, Jesus going to his friend's house, forgive me, this is a little crude, but Martha, Martha, let's just order a pizza. I'm fine with pizza. Sit down and relax. And oftentimes we fall into that trap to impress, to make sure everyone sees how great and wonderful we are. We're our true friends, and those who truly love us probably don't care what we feed them. They're, they want to enjoy the beauty and the richness of each other's fellowship. So this afternoon, as we joined in fellowship, and so many of you, and I congratulate you, <coughs> received Holy Communion, and we joined in the true fellowship of God in the chalice, and we all received God into us, in that same way now, we will enjoy the fellowship that follows today's liturgy. May God bless and keep you and your beautiful families. And remember that Panagia knew the one thing that was needful. She raised her son. She encouraged her son on his mission. She stood by him in his most critical, scary moments of his life, hanging on the cross. His, her mo his mother was there. She helped then his friends build the church and continue his message as we have all been doing here this morning. She knew the one needful thing in life. God bless you all.